All right, guys. Let me step over here. Guys, this is our first podcast, Top Hand Trucking Ministry. I'm not sure why it's echoing. <laughs> this is very new to us, and I don't know how this is going to go. So we're just going to do our best on this first one. Um, Y'all know in the past that we have done it through the conference call and Facebook Live. And so we're going to give this a shot. And we don't have podcasting mics or any kind of high-tech anything right now. This is all brand new. This thing's picking up a ton of background noise. So I'm not sure how we're going to do this, but we're going we're gonna to and just give it our best. So anyways, well, guys, like I said, this is our first podcast that we're doing. Um, we've been doing this. We've been doing Top Hand Trucking Ministry for about three and a half years now. And we really enjoy it. Um, our goal is to reach truckers out on the road. But we are, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're trying to reach, you know, everybody that we can. And so uh, my wife, Dawn, is here with us and we're joined together. So, baby, are you there? I am. Very good. <laughs> I, I, can you understand me pretty good? Yeah, I hear you just fine. You're great. Okay, there you are. Okay, you were a little little blurred on the on the uh, the first thing that you said. So, okay. Yes, I was just saying hello. Yes, I'm I'm good and ready to go. Very good. Okay. Well. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> we're we're new at this guys so i i know we've been doing the other deal and we pretty much had it down to a to a science but this one we're we're still very new at i mean this is this is our first one like i've said a couple of times and we're just going to do our best we love jesus and we're here to get the message out about him that is what god has called us to do and we're going to continue to do that a new platform for us so we are going to go forward with this and just see where God takes this. And so anyways, um, baby, will you open us up with a, with a word of prayer? I would love to. Yes. Father, we just thank you, God. We are always doing something new and you're constantly taking us to new places and growing us Lord, and, and, and all the glory and honor goes to you because it's about you anyways and father thank you lord that we get to share the good news um with those that you um put in our path lord and, and we just thank you god that you you chose two simple people like us to to do what what you've called us to do and lord we just we just thank you lord and we love you so much and we just praise you lord we just thank you for everybody that gets on here lord i i, I just pray blessings over every single person and 
uh, favor and, and father, I just pray Lord that, um, you will use this to do whatever it is you want to accomplish and, in in whoever's lives you want to accomplish it in Lord. And we are your vessels and we just thank you, God. And, and we love you so much and we praise you, Lord. And we just ask you Holy spirit to be with us and give us the words to speak because it's about you, Lord. It's not about us. And we just thank you, God, that, um, you're the one on the throne and we love you so much and we praise you in Jesus mighty name. Amen. 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 All right. Well guys, um, normally we do prayer requests and praise reports on our line, which I know we don't have anybody on with us. It's just me and Dawn. Um, I guess for in the future, if, if you have any prayer requests or praise reports after you listen to this, you can, um, send us a message. Um, I'll just, you know, give, give our phone number out. Mine's 214-552-3163. At Dawn's is 214-403-6967. Um, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, give us uh, shoot us a text and let us know um, any prayer requests that you have, any, any family members that may be sick or you're praying for something, you know, for, for God to move in your life. And or any praise reports like like a way God has blessed you or or done something, you know, or or a miracle, you know, a miracle or or whatever. God, you know, you woke up today, you know, and you're happy about that. You woke up alive and breathing, and and you want to praise God about that. We'd love to hear that. Mm-hmm. Um, we we love Jesus. We love God, and it's. We're, we're here to serve him and we want to honor and glorify him in everything we do. And he's just so good. He is, he has done nothing but bless us in our lives. Um, I do want to lift up a, a, a you know, a, a certain situation, someone that I spoke with earlier today. She's a neighbor uh, next to the, the property that we own. And her and her son are not talking right now. And I just pray in Jesus name that peace and restoration will come to that. Whatever hurt, whatever, whatever wrong or believed perceived wrong between them, Lord, that you will heal that between them and that you will restore that mother and son relationship that, that, that the mother and, and and I believe the son is too, that they're longing for. They're just not sure how to go forth and reconnect. And Lord, we, we ask you to be the, to be the, the, the vessel and, and to be the, just to be you and, and re reunite them and, and let whatever past, let it be in the past and let it be forgiven by each, by each side, by the mother and the son. Lord, we just lift that up in, in your in your holy name, Amen, Amen. Um, trying to think if we've got any drivers that are needing prayer right now. We'll just pray for peace and traveling mercy for any truck driver out there on the road. In Jesus' name, Amen. Just to bring them home safely. Um, pray for healing for a couple of drivers that are that are out that are out having surgery, Lord, to lift them up to you. Um, I have a, a driver friend that I know struggles with alcohol and, and 
and, and some other things. And Lord, I just want to lift him up to you and just, just take that from him, Lord. Take that addiction. Take that, that wanting to use, use those things as a crutch. And Lord, I just, I just lift him up to you, Lord. You know who he is. I'm not going to say his name. You, you know who it is, Lord. Lord, I just pray that you, you take that from him and heal him. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Um, baby, what are uh, any, any prayer requests that are on, on your heart or anybody you know that's, that's needing some prayer tonight? Well, um, I mean, we, we have our usual and I, and like, so we're, we're, we don't know exactly how we're doing this right now. So, um, we're trying to keep it as, as simple as possible, but you know what? Um, we, we have a few ladies that we do pray for every week and that is Amira and Nicole and, and Hannah and, and these girls have, uh, had some pretty serious health issues and, God knows what they are, but and you know what? The doctors are still working with these ladies. So I just pray right now in the name of Jesus. I pray for continued healing over these ladies from the tops of their head to the soles of their feet. And, and Lord, that you would provide um, wisdom and knowledge in every area so that these parents can have some answers. And, and Lord, I just thank you, God, that these ladies and they are mighty, mighty warriors for your kingdom. And I do pray supernatural healing for them over their bodies as well. And Father, we just thank you. Thank you for them. And we pray that in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Another gentleman I thought of, um, I think he, what did he have? COVID and pneumonia, I believe. Jerry, um, my friend's dad, he was on y'all's prayer list at work. I'm trying to remember what, what it said oh. in the book the other day. I don't remember his name. Well, his, his, his name is Jerry. Oh, okay. I, I'm not sure. Oh. Okay. I know we had, I know we had COVID. Yeah. So we just want to, want to lift Jerry up to you. Like I said, I believe he had COVID and pneumonia and we just want to pray complete mm-hmm. healing, you know, just in through his, out his entire body. Father, we just, we know you're, you are the healer. You're in the healing business. You're in the restoration business. You're in the resurrecting business. That is what you do. And we're praying for healing and restoration in Jerry's body to overcome this illness. In Jesus' name, amen. Trying to think of anybody else, baby. I can't think of anybody. I can't either. Um, Well... I guess we had talked about this, you know, what we were going to do for our, our first, you know, podcast. And we figured, you know, if we, we might have some new listeners on here. So we figured we'd share a little bit of our testimony. Um, tonight she, Dawn would share some of hers and I would share some of mine. By the way, we're Dawn and Michael Perez. I don't know if I said that earlier or not. And that way you know who we are. I mean, most I'm 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 con I'm continuing on like 
like this is a continuation of our of our conference call line, and I guess I shouldn't do that because y'all have no idea who we are <laughs> if y'all are new on here. So um, let's give you a little history. We're we're, we're Don and, and and Michael, and um, we've been married for a little over ten years. Um, we do have a blended family with three awesome awesome kids. We have two girls and a, and a boy and they're all grown. <laughs> um, our oldest is married and we have two grandkids as well. And an, and an awesome, awesome son-in-law. And God is definitely moving in each one of our, our kids lives and in their family. And so we're very thankful for that. Um, we've, and, and I'm sure we'll share in the future of some of our, we, and that, that's the thing we try to be, you know, anytime we, we share about our lives, we, we try to be very transparent and try to be open and honest that way, you know, that that's what God has called us to do is to be open and honest. When we talk to people about our, our relationship and things that we struggle with, things that difficulties that we've had and triumphs that we've had and, we feel that we, you know, God is leading us to do that. So that way, if, you know, you and, and your spouse might be going through the same thing that we're going through. And by us being transparent and telling y'all how we handled it or, and, and got through it with, with the help of, with the help of God. I mean, we can't do anything without him, but we do that. And it, and it, it, it may help you in your marriage. And, and we've had, Many times people have told us, man, me and me and my wife or me and my husband were going through the same thing or we've gone through the same thing. And, you know, we had to, you know, we've had to go around the mountain a few times as well before we before, you know, God, you know, we, we finally, you know, looked to the Lord and the Lord took it from us or the Lord helped us through that certain situation. And so that's that's what God has called us to do is just to be open and honest and transparent. And that's what we're going to continue to do. Um, I'll tell you a little bit about my testimony real quick, and then I'll, uh, I'll, I'll turn it over to Dawn so she can share about hers. And I'm not going to go into a whole lot of the past because God has done so much since he first saved me. And I can't, I can't imagine my life without him these days. I, I couldn't, I've been walking with him for, for over 10 years now. And, um, I got saved right after we got married and I had been, I lived a prodigal life for a good, probably 10, 12 years after I got out of high school. I was pretty good in high school, but then I lived a prodigal lifestyle and I wasn't a, I wasn't a good person and I wasn't living right. And I tell you what, when you're not living right, it's, it's hard. It, it can, it gets, it gets real hard, especially when you're not leaning on the Lord. And when you, when you invite him into your life and in your heart and you start relying on him, man, I'm not saying things are always easy, but things get easier and you have that solid rock foundation to lean on and to stand on. And it just makes things easier it sure goes a lot better. 
And even if it may not go smooth, you know who you can count on. And he's going to, he's going to smooth that path out and get you through it. But like I said, I lived a prodigal lifestyle. I gave my life to the Lord 10 years ago. Um, a couple of, I want to share probably, probably the most life changing event in my life. And, um, God is so good because he knew he, he got me through, like, like I said, one of the hardest times in my life. And it was, it was actually about two years ago right now. Um, probably a little bit before this, I started having some headaches and it was, it was starting to be every day which I had taken on a new, new position at work about six months prior to that. And he, um, I started having, started having these headaches and I was struggling at when I was, I started, you know, I was like, okay, I'm not sure what these, what these, what are, what are causing these headaches, but they, they progressively got worse as time went on. And Sorry, there's an ice cream truck passing by. I don't know if y'all can hear. That's fine. Just keep going. Hear that in yeah. the background. <laughs> oh my gosh. We'll wait till he goes by. <laughs> y'all gonna get a little background music. Sorry, that was what was throwing me off. think he's gone. We're good. We're good <laughs> so, yeah. We're we're kind of learning this as we go here and I, I don't know how to do that. Okay. I and I I know we're we're picking up some background noise guys and, and I know it's on my end and on and on Don's end and we're not sure how to mute. I can't, to... I can't hear it on your end. I can't hear. All I hear is you. So maybe you're just hearing it. Um, I'm not Okay. Sure. Yeah. I'm not hearing anything. So just, just, just go ahead, honey. Okay. All right. Y'all. Yeah. But anyways, God, I was having these, I was having these headaches and they progressively got worse through the month of April. And I mean, it got to be to the point where I was taking, you know, pretty much, Ad, rotating Advil Tylenol a leave constantly. And I was taken and I was like, well, maybe it's, maybe it's Sudafed or maybe I've got sinus issues. So I was taking Sudafed on top of that. I was basically self-medicating, trying to figure this out. And finally, um, I believe it was May 1st of 2019 or May or April 30th. I had gone down to Laredo, Texas on a trip and went down there and, you know, actually, and, and went for a run 
And when I got done with the run, it was like the first time in a long time, my head didn't hurt. And I was like, Oh my gosh, that's awesome. Like finally, maybe I can, maybe I can get some sleep. And then I woke up later and man, I had a, I had a bad headache again. I'm like, man, it's back. And so anyways, I, I, I started home and I, I went, I stopped and ate on the way back. And I, and I talked to Dawn and told her, I said, man, that headache's back. And it's, I said, it went away this morning. And I said, it's back down, it's back bad. And I took, I took some Advil or something. I don't know what I took. And I said, well, I don't, I don't know what's causing it. And I said, you know, we had talked about it, you know, okay, it's time to go to the doctor. Not sure what's causing it, but it's time to go to the doctor. And so I got in and I, I got in, I think about one o'clock in the morning and lay down and went to sleep. And I remember waking up a couple hours later and I mean, I just got sick. I got bad sick. I mean, I lost all my food that I had in my stomach and without going into too many gory details that I pretty much got sick until I couldn't get sick anymore. And by that time it was morning and I kept going back to sleep, trying to sleep and, you know, trying to get some rest and Dawn had to go to work that morning. And she goes, you're going to go to the doctor. I said, I am, I'm going to, I'm going to lay down for a little bit, try to get a little bit more of a nap. And then I'm going to go. I said, I don't know what's wrong with me. I'm, I thought I might've had food poisoning cause I, I lost all my food that I'd eaten like eight hours before that. Anyways, um, I guess it was about 10 o'clock in the morning. I, I kept waking up and getting sick and I'm like, okay, I got to go to the doctor. And, and Don had told me if you need me to take you, I'll, I'll take you. And anyways, I went in there and I got sick again and was coming back in the room. And I noticed my vision started getting real hazy and it scared me. And I was trying to look at my phone to dial Dawn and I couldn't, it's like the, the numbers were all, I, I couldn't make out what was on my phone. So luckily I was able to do the, the voice call and call Dawn. And I said, I, something's wrong. My vision's all messed up. I can't see very good. And, and she goes, okay, I'm, I got, I got to, I got to do one thing and then I'm going to be headed there and I'll take you to the doctor or the hospital or whatever. I said, okay, I'm, I'll be ready. And I remember having to feel like I was going to get sick. So I was trying to get in the bathroom and I, I was struggling to get to the bathroom. I couldn't see. And by, I mean, by the time I got sick again, I was coming out. I, I was, I, I almost couldn't see anything. And then within five more minutes I, I was I was blind I couldn't see anything my vision was gone and I've I voice called Dawn again and I said I have lost all of my vision I can't see anything and she goes I'm calling 911 I'm calling the ambulance and so she did and she got here right before the ambulance did and she was able to to to, to help me get cleaned up and and the paramedics got here and, you know, loaded me up and, and Don followed the, the ambulance to the, to the hospital over in Tyler. And I mean, meanwhile, I'm riding in the back of this ambulance. I'm just, I'm like, I, I felt it. 
I was scared, but I felt like I knew they were going to take care of me. I knew I was in good hands. I knew I was going to be okay. And I don't, honestly, to this day, I guess I didn't, I still even to that, to this day think, okay, I, I was probably in a lot more serious problems than I thought I was. Even, even to this day, just thinking back, I remember just trying to get sick in the ambulance and they were, they were trying to help me. And then they were, I felt them start an IV and, you know, they told me what, I mean, they told me what they were going to do along the way, but I remember them doing that. And I just remember getting to the hospital and they took me in there. And I remember they took me in the emergency room and, um, they, I don't remember if they were telling me what they were doing at that time, but they got me, they got me pretty much stabilized and they got me, um, they basically had to give me a huge dose of like serious blood thinners because what had happened was my blood pressure was going through the roof and I didn't even know it. Um, they told Don later or they, and they might've told me, I don't remember my blood pressure was like 200 and something over 100 and something. It was crazy. It was a stroke level, but God told Don to pray no strokes, no seizures and no clots. Is that right, baby? Stroke yeah, seizure and something mm -hmm. was something else. With no strokes, no okay. blood clots, and no seizures okay. in that order. Yes. So Don mm -hmm. was praying like crazy, mm -hmm. driving, you know, following the ambulance. And when she got to the hospital, she went in because they they had uh, obviously she had to find a place to park and then go in. And they told her he had a stroke, and Don flat out told the attendant, "No, he didn't," because no she was not going to speak that over me and come to find out I, I did not have a stroke thank you jesus um basically my blood pressure was just through the roof and because my blood pressure was through the roof it caused the back of my head to swell my brain and that where the part where my vision where it controlled my vision and that's why i lost my eyesight and basically I, I got there just in time. Um, if I'd have waited much longer, I'm not sure what would have happened. It, I'm sure it would have been a whole lot worse. Um, I, they, they pretty much told me with the blood thinners that, you know, it was going to cause my brain to, you know, go back, go back to regular size. And I would, I would, I would get my vision back and which that first day I could look, I could see where there was a light on the roof. Like it, like if you were like, if you close your eyes and you look at a, look at an open window in the daylight, you can tell that there's a, there's a brighter, it's brighter than looking at say a, a dark room. And basically I could tell, I'm like, okay, there's gotta be a light above me. Cause I can look that way. And, and it got lighter and I could look behind Dawn, which I could, I knew where, I mean, I could hear her voice. I mean, I knew where she was sitting and it was lighter behind her. And I asked her, I says, there, I says, there must be a window behind you. And she goes, yes. So anyways, 
at about four in the morning the next day, I looked up and I could see the the shiny ring around the, I think they call it a can light in the ceiling. And I looked over at my wife and I could see that she had a green shirt on and I was starting to get my vision back. And unbeknownst to me, I mean, I thought I sounded fine. They had to, they were getting me to say this one particular saying, um, I still don't know if I was saying it right or not. Uh, you can't, you can't teach an old dog new tricks. And sounded in my head like I was saying it correctly, but I think it took me what, two or three days to get it right, honey. Yeah. Something like that. I did. Mm -hmm. So anyways, um, the next day I started, I mean, I'm pretty much, I started seeing again, I remember my dad came to see me and actually my old ag teacher came to see me because his, his wife was actually our, our, one of the administrators there and was, and was handling our case. And, and I, I gave permission for her to tell him and all that. And he came and saw me and everything. And I remember I could see things on the wall. I could see crosses on the wall. Like my eyes were not a hundred percent. Like I could make people out but like the TV looked like it was a cartoon or a video, like an old video game. That's the way the television looked. And then like, there was, there was crosses on, on the wall and stuff like that. Like I was still seeing things like I, my vision wasn't a hundred percent, but God is so good. He, he restored, he restored me. I was in the hospital for six days and basically came out like like nothing had happened after the sixth day i was back to normal i could see fine i could walk fine i could function fine i didn't lose anything i did not have a stroke i didn't have any seizures and i did not have any blood clots don's don's praying to the lord is is and being obedient because he told her to pray those things is 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 i believe truly what what but her between her praying and the Lord answering those prayers is what saved me and some really good doctors. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. But that is a part of my testimony that I wanted to share. And I've got some scriptures that go along with it that tie in really, really well. Um, it says, um, I'm not going to read the whole scripture from Hebrews 13, five and six. It says, never will I leave you, never will I forsake you, verse 6, so that we say with confidence, the Lord is my helper, I will not be afraid, what can mere mortals do to me, amen to that, I knew he would never leave me, and he will never forsake me, God is so good, and he loves us so much, he's not going to leave us or forsake us, and because he is our helper, we don't have any reason to be afraid. Because with him, what, what can they do to us? Nothing. Nothing. And then the other scripture I wanted to share is Mark 18, 22 through 26. It says, when they arrived at Beth.
going? Yeah, I can still hear you. Okay, I just I can't hear you, so just go ahead. Okay. All right. I, I was that was about all the feedback. No, I can't hear you at all. Hey, go ahead and okay. go ahead and talk because I can hear you great. All right. Well, I'm not. Yeah, I'm. I'm not sure what all he was saying. Um, for some reason, it it he went away. Um, but apparently, he can still hear me. So, <laughs> um, kind of just jump into this. Um. My name is Dawn Perez, um, like he said earlier, and um, sorry, we're all new to this. I'm kind of kind of a little throat off now, <laughs> but I'm just going to share. Um, I, uh, I, I think I got saved uh, when I was probably about seven or eight. Um, I had some friends um, invite me to go to church with them when I was a little girl, and I um didn't, didn't have, I, I, I lived in a very abusive home. And so, um, when we got to the church and the pastor was, you know, talking about how awesome the Lord is and how he could, you know, make things better. And you got to keep, got to keep in mind, this was a seven year old mind. And so, you know, Jesus loves you. And, and if you want him in your life, you know, he can make your life so much better and he can, keep you safe and, and, and love you. And those, those things are all very true. But in my mind, um, I thought maybe when I went home that, um, things would be, things would stop going on that were going on at home. And, um, they actually did not, I think, because when I say I, I got saved, I believe I got saved at that time. I did receive the Lord into my life, not knowing exactly what that meant, but, um, I didn't have any discipleship. I didn't, I didn't go to church or anything like that. And so things actually got really, really bad after that. And the reason why I think I got saved is because I, I came a target for the, for the enemy. And he, after that, he tried to take me out every, every chance he got. I mean, I, I went through some pretty, pretty crazy stuff. The abuse at home got worse. My home life got worse. Um, um, I got, I got hit by a truck about a year after that. And I mean, like the enemy was literally trying to, to take me out. He was trying to kill me. <laughs> and, um, it, this went on for, for quite some time. And it probably just, in, just got to the point where, you know, we had a, a lot of a spiritual abuse at home and things like that. So my, my relationship with the Lord was very, um, I didn't have one. And I really thought that God hated me. I really think, I really believed growing up because everybody said, you know, how much, 
the Lord loved me and all that. I mean, I had great people in my life trying to share that with me, but I honestly could never understand that or believe that because of all the things that had happened, you know, when I thought if he loved me so much, why would, why would, why would all these things happen? Why would this, why would my life be the way it was? And so I actually grew, grew very cold towards the Lord because I didn't understand him. And um, anyways, just, just part of that, I, I really didn't come into a, a relationship with him until I was 34 years old. And so, I mean, I, I, I grew up very, um, uh, very promiscuous, had a, had a lots of partying, lots of drugs, lots of alcohol. I grew up in that environment. And so I, I took on, um, took on that life, um, for quite some time. I became a, a mom. I, I was 17 years old when I got pregnant with my daughter. And so, um, not realizing that that was probably the best thing for me that ended up make, making me slow down uh, the life that I was living and, 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 and trying to do better and um, just not knowing how to handle things throughout my life. I, I became a severe alcoholic and um, took on that victim mentality. I mean, I, I literally lived a victim life. I, and now I felt like everybody owed me something, not necessarily owed me something. It wasn't an entitlement, but it was just, um, you know, everybody needed to know about my life and, and, and how awful it was and, and, um, just really, just really couldn't get out of that place, um, for the longest time and, uh, just not understanding my life had been married a couple of times, um, you know, just failed marriages. And, and it was just a, just a vicious circle of cycle of things. And a lot of it was self-inflicted. <laughs> because I just didn't know, just didn't know the Lord. But I'll tell you, God, God surrounded me with good, godly people that I respected and I would listen to. And so um, finally getting to rock bottom of, of, of drinking and, and, and um, just self-medicating. Um, I, I came to the, to the bottom of the, the bottom of the barrel one night and um, I literally woke up in the morning and I wasn't sure how that happened. Not at the time. I know that it was God by this time because I had drank, drank a lot. I had taken pills. I, I had, I, I, um, my intention wasn't to kill myself, but I, I'm, I don't know how that I didn't. And um, when I was in church, when I was seven years old, I, I, I just, I remember hearing the Lord say, I'm here for you and I love you. And, um, and so that morning when I woke up from being extremely hungover, I, I, I remember looking in the mirror and, and I didn't, I didn't recognize the person in that mirror at all. And I was so ashamed and so disgusted at what I saw. And I, I just, I couldn't, I couldn't believe that I had gotten to that place in my life. And, um, and I really was just sick looking at myself. And, and, and at that time, I just, I remember hearing that same voice that I heard when I was a little girl. And, and he said, if you're ready, I'm here for you. And I just, I just remember going in, in, in the bedroom and I, 
I, I hit my knees and I, I just, I cried out to the Lord. And I, I said, if you're real and you really do love me and you really can help me, I'm, I'm ready. I, I want, I'm giving my life over to you and you do whatever you want to do with it because I don't want to die. And, and I, and I truly didn't. And, and, and I just, just, I just told him I, you take over and I'll tell you what I, I got up and, um, I got ready for work and I just remember feeling part of me felt so hungover and another part of me felt so alive for the very first time ever. And I had this, this peace in me and this joy in me. And I felt like so loved, so loved in that moment and I just I remember going to work and I remember sharing with some of my friends and they were kind of like you know these were Christian friends of mine and so you know they were like well come come talk to us in a couple days we'll see how you're doing and um I just I fell in love with Jesus at that moment I, I truly fell in love with him and I got delivered in that moment from a lot of things and one of them was obviously alcohol and drugs. Or, or, you know, we're talking about um, depression medication and, and, and things that, you know, I, I kept trying to, to make myself feel better with. Um, he delivered me from that. He delivered me from myself. He delivered me from myself. And um, this will be uh, 12 years 12 years ago at the end of this month. And um, I just, I thank God for, for what he's done in my life. He's, he's truly blessed me. He changed, he turned my life around so quickly and um, he brought my kids back. I mean, I, there was, there's so much more to this story, but um, he brought my kids back to me and he restored my family and he gave me a husband and another daughter. And um, I just, from that point on, he started healing me. And um, I, don't, I don't even recognize that person that I used to be because I think about it now and I'm like, I know that's who I used to be. The old person has died. And I, I remember praying in that moment, I don't want to die like this. And, and I didn't die physically, but I did die that day. I died to myself and it was literally by God's grace that he, set me free and so anyways that's what I wanted to share um I have tons of scriptures but and I've, I've said quite a bit of them but you know what God is our he is our healer he is our deliverer and a scripture that I really stood on for the longest time and I still do is Jeremiah 29 11 it says for I know the plans I have for you says the Lord plans to prosper you and not to harm you to give you a hope and a future and I clung to that scripture with everything inside of me because I wanted that and I knew that I I had met my 
I had met my deliverer. I had met my redeemer. And I believed that he could do that for me. And he did. And so we're just very excited to be able to share these, these this testimony with you. Our lives are, our lives even together are just a huge testimony. God is used to see what he's done in our marriage and in our lives and in our kids' lives and in our family. And, and just to take that old person and God doesn't waste anything and we're not, we're not junk to him. And we're not unworthy and he can take all of that and make everything new. And so I hope that that gives you hope. Um, everybody needs hope, especially these days. And so I hope that, I hope that gives you hope. And, and so thank you for letting me share. So go ahead, honey. All right. Well, guys, I'm going to wrap up with a closing prayer. Father, we just love you and we thank you. We thank you for all you do. Thank you for your word. Thank you for loving us. Lord, thank you for this new platform that you're giving us to, to speak on. And Father, just help us to honor and glorify you in all we do. Pray for every trucker traveling down the road and also their families waiting at home for them to come home safely. Father, we love you. We thank you, Father, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Guys, I know it's rough. We're going to get through it. We're going to get better. And uh, this is episode one, and uh, we're going to try to have a new episode every Thursday. That's our goal. That's when we used to do our live conference call, and we're going to try to have a new episode every Thursday. So if you need us, um, just reach out to us. We'd love to pray with you. We'd love to meet, you know, love to visit with you. Love to love to hear from you. And so may God ride with you and may God bless you. And we will talk to y'all next week. Mm. Yes, so go I ahead. Recording. I can hear you. So. Okay. Mine's froze. I don't know what it got. Are you still there? Mine's completely froze up. I can't do anything. I don't know what it got and what it didn't get, baby. Great.